So welcome back to the Expert Edge. Uh, today, we've got something really different. I haven't shared, I don't think almost anything about productivity. And productivity actually used to be the world that I was in before I started Self From Stage Academy. Productivity was the world that I used to teach. I taught that for about six to eight years in my expert business, had the chance to consult with companies like Coca-Cola, Fuji Xerox, um, HP, many other big corporations that would bring me in to speak on productivity to thousands of their employees. And so I built some really great systems and strategies around that. And it was birthed out of a desperation from myself of not being productive and then ended up working for a a lot of the other people that I was working with, a lot of my clients and and thousands of people have done our programs in productivity. And so, like I said, I don't normally talk about productivity, uh, but if you want to become more productive, this session, I think is going to blow your mind. In fact, I share with you three strategies from my experience of working with large corporations and small businesses, experts like yourself for you know last 10, 12 years that have made the biggest difference. And the three strategies I'm going to share with you will really challenge the conventional way of probably how you've been thinking about your time, your productivity, your focus. And in fact, there's one strategy that I share and listen out for it. It's called sprinting. And that strategy has fundamentally changed my life. What I find is anyone who implements it, they always come back to me and say, Colin, that strategy of sprinting has literally changed my life. Thank you so much. And so look out for that strategy that I share. I think that's going to be worth the whole podcast, but but you've got to listen up, through the whole thing because it's going to set it's going to set all the frame up, set your mindset up. We do some mindset shifts and then really just get you to be mega productive. So I think this is going to bless you. Uh, if you find it helpful, let let me know what's been most valuable in the reviews and tag me on on uh, Instagram. If you've already left a review before, just take a snapshot of it, share it in your stories, tag me and let me know what's been most helpful because I trust uh, I trust today will be a good conversation. And so if you're struggling with overwhelm, you don't know what to focus on, you feel confused on your priorities and your activities, today's going to be super helpful and uh, I trust it is for you. We'll talk to you soon. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So let's have a conversation about productivity. Uh, I know for me, previous to running our Self From Stage Academy program and teaching people to speak and sell on stages, my past expertise really sat in the area of productivity. And in fact, I haven't spoken much about productivity on the podcast, but what I do know is that productivity is such a core part of being effective as an expert, building an expert business. So I thought I'd dedicate an episode to you know getting stuff done, as David Allen would say. Now, productivity for me is really about knowing how to uh, focus on and execute the most impactful tasks while also uh, enabling or creating a system where everything else gets handled probably by someone else or some other thing. And so for me to be, when I think about productivity, it's not about 
uh, just doing one thing and expecting, you know, everything else amazing to happen out of it. But I, I really want to take a holistic perspective of productivity because I know when you first start your expert business, you're pretty much doing everything, right? You're doing the you're doing the marketing, you're doing the messaging, you're writing the emails, you're sending the emails, you're doing the customer service, you you know, you're creating the course, you're loading up the course, you're creating the podcast. All that sort of stuff is is happening. And this is the challenge. The challenge is that it can get you can get really overwhelmed very quickly. I don't know about you whether you start your day and uh, you think about everything you've got on, you just get completely overwhelmed. Another challenge is that if you try to do all those things and try to get everything done, you end up just completely getting exhausted, like absolutely exhausted. And then you finish your week or you finish your day and you look back on the week and you're like, oh my gosh, did I get anything done? And you actually feel very empty. And that is not what I want for you. My goal of this conversation today is to give you some tools and strategies and principles that have completely changed my life. And you'll learn that I am not naturally productive or or what I call a structured individual. Uh, I'm not naturally like that. This is something that I've learned. And I think that's why this session, this uh, podcast is going to be really powerful for you, especially if you are naturally right-brained or more creative orientated as opposed to being left-brained structured, then, then this is going to be really, really powerful for you. So my goal of this conversation is I'm going to share with you how to get focused uh, in your work. In fact, I'm going to share one strategy that I still use. I've been using it for about seven years since I learned it and created it and started implementing it. Uh, how you get focused and how to work with your brain so that you can truly get focused. Uh, I'm going to talk about the idea of getting just how to get clear on your priorities and what's most important, how to re-energize. And my, my big goal is this, is how to create meaningful impactful work because I know for me I didn't get into the expert business just to make money sure money's a part of it but it's about doing impactful and meaningful work right you can make money doing lots of things but I think if you started a expert business a personal brand if you're doing any sort of coaching and training you do it because you want to make a difference you want to you want to contribute you want to help you want to do that and I think in this industry, we're very blessed at the moment because I just think that it is such a, you know, it's a fairly new industry and it's such a beautiful industry to be in because you get to make contribution and the marketplace values it a lot. And more and more, the marketplace is going to value it even more. And because of that, you can actually, you know, charge fairly significant prices for what you do. And so this conversation is all going to be about productivity. But let's go back to where it all started for me. I know for me, naturally growing up, I was not naturally structured or naturally productive. In fact, if you had met me prior to you know the last 10 years of running my business, probably the first couple of years of starting it, uh, or even in my teenage years, you, you know, I was very much uh, oblivious, uh, oblivious, <laughs> oblivious, it's not even a word, ob- oblivious to what was going on in terms of how to be productive. I remember my first job, my first corporate job. I came out of university and went into my first corporate job and and I worked in my first structured corporate environment. And honestly, I was so unproductive, it wasn't funny. I would have fired myself. Like if I look back on it now 
And I had no way of prioritizing, no, no way of prioritizing. I had no way of getting clear on what my objectives were. I had no way of keeping track of, of systems and tasks and, and all this sort of stuff. And then because of it, I just uh, floundered and ended up not really producing anything significant in my work and, and decided to put in my resignation probably the week, the week before I was about to get fired. <laughs> so, you know, to save my, save my ego. And if I look back on how I used to work compared to how I work now, the, the difference is black and white. Like it's, it's so significant that, uh, that you know, what's, what's powerful is in this in this process is that like i said i didn't start off being someone who's naturally thinking about productivity who's naturally structured who's naturally like focused on the most important task and all that sort of stuff i wasn't i wasn't like that i was i was very much just just at the whim of how my brain was working at the time and i've got to say the more i work with market leaders the more i coach market leaders in this industry, the more I realized how structured, planned, uh, how much, if you could use the word essentialism driven, uh, I just actually finished that book, Essentialism, it's a fantastic book about really focusing on the most important thing. And, you know, like the more I, I worked, uh, the more I work with market leaders, the more I realize how much they have become effective at prioritizing their time and what's most important. And so if you're at a cap in your business, an income cap or in, your, in what you're producing, uh, it's probably got something to do with your productivity and something to do with how you're managing your time or should I say managing your priorities because we're gonna learn soon, it's got little to do with time. And so, I want you to realize this, that, that if you feel like you're not as productive as you want to be, then I'm going to share with you three strategies that can completely change the game uh, for you and make you highly productive. Uh, I, th- I think I mentioned in my previous life to Self from Stage Academy, I had created a program which was called the Productivity Academy. And the Productivity Academy was birthed out of a need from my clients because they kept on having issues with productivity. And I realized that when I was doing a lot of, you know, coaching with people, I realized that if we can fix their productivity, it's one of the core foundations for just being productive, obviously in their life, in their whole life and in their business life, all that sort of stuff. And so I created the Productivity Academy and this was about six years ago or so. It was my first product ever. And uh, I went all in on it. Like it's, it's a phenomenal product. In fact, we have... We've seen, I think, close to 4,000 people sign up to the Productivity Academy. Uh, we've, done, we've made millions of dollars in the Productivity Academy. And, uh, and what's fascinating because literally, like when I think about it, the impact it's had on people is, is phenomenal. I know one of my good friends, he's been on the podcast quite a few times, John Acapora. He joined the Productivity Academy originally a couple of years ago. He he like signed up for it. Um, you know, like I don't really advertise it, but he he joined it. And if if anyone's interested, I'll share with you where you can take a look at it. Uh, but he joined it a couple of years ago, and he still messages me. He's like, dude, the systems you gave me like completely changed my life. And he's actually, you know, he's a finance guy. He's quite structured. Um, so what's cool is I think about the contribution that it's had and the impact that it's had. And so today I wanted to give you 
some of the principles from that and some practicals from that so you can get started on on this straight away this kind of this very much comes directly from from my productivity academy program but let me let me get into it just so that you can start using this stuff straight away because uh, I want I want it to have an impact on your life and so first of all before we get into that I want you to think about are you naturally structured or unstructured are you a naturally structured person who thinks linear left brain uh, process driven or are you naturally more creative right brain non-linear uh, emotional emotionally driven uh, I know for me, I'm naturally right brain, non-linear, emotionally driven, all that sort of stuff. And now, naturally, if someone is on left brain, then more left brain driven, they will tend to be more structured. Like they'll have lists, they'll have priorities, they'll have things written out, they'll have structure involved. Now, that's all good because, and I've worked with a lot of people who who are who are that on the left side. The problem with people on the left side a lot of the time is that they have very long lists. So they've got like really, really, really long lists because they love lists. Tons of lists, like tons of structure, tons of all that sort of stuff. But the problem is that just because you've got a list doesn't mean you're actually going to be productive. Because to be productive, it means you are producing something. It's like productive. It's a product. So think about the word product, if productive is product and Eve is kind of the times or the exponential, right? So you're producing your product, producing a product and it's the Eve, it's the times, it's the multiplier. And so just because your left brain structure doesn't mean you're being productive. And on the other side, you've got the right brain people who are more naturally unstructured, more emotionally driven. And they're just running around like a headless chicken a lot of the time, reacting to their world consistently don't have structure, don't have lists, um, sporadically get stuff done, but but are terrible at planning. Uh, they tend to get all their best work done in the last you know forty eight hours before something's due. Like, but they're constantly living on firefighting mode because their world's out of control. So, I would love to know first of all, which one do you resonate with? Are you more the left brain, the structured, naturally structured, or are you more the right brain, naturally unstructured? Now, either or, both of them are going to have challenges, right? They're going to have challenges. And so if you're left brain structured, the question comes down to your your systems and your thinking around prioritization. And the right brain is about providing enough structure and process so that you can implement your energy and emotion in a structure and a framework that you can work through. And so I think this challenges with both sides. So we're going to address that as we go through. But that's kind of a framework I want you to start to think about where you sit and kind of what you need. So let me share with you three, three principles that have changed my life. The first principle is this, is that you need to realize that productivity has nothing to do with time. Productivity has nothing to do with time. It has everything to do with priority. It has everything to do with priority. Because, I mean, think about it like this. Think about it like this. Even with a business model, a business model, how you structure your business model impacts how much you earn. Now, usually when people get started, they do like one-on-one coaching. Now, one-on-one coaching is phenomenal. I've done thousands of hours of one-on-one coaching. Love it, love it, love it. The problem is that you're only impacting one person. And if you move to a group model, all of a sudden that one hour, so for me with our Self From Stage Academy, I'll do coaching, right? And let's say I have, I don't know, 
20 people on the call or 30 people or 50 people on the call, however many people are on the call. So I spend an hour and I impact 50 people or I can spend one hour with one person and impact one person. Now, what's powerful about this is, is if you get good at doing leveraged activities, you end up making more of an impact with more people. Is that making sense? Around the same subject. And it's the same with time. See, when you think about time, every time is the ultimate equalizer. Everyone has 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So when I used to run Productivity Academy sessions, people, I would ask a question like, what's some of the challenges you're, biggest, you know, you're facing? What are some things that you tell yourself about your productivity and managing your time? And people say things like, I need another day in the week, right? They say things like, I haven't had enough time. Now, whenever I hear someone saying that, to me, it's an indicator that they are living at effect of their world. If you study anything around coaching and human behavior, there's two spaces that people live in. They live in effect or they live at cause. Living at cause is realizing that the things that you can control is all you can control, right? You can influence stuff, but you've got your control mechanisms. And so if you're blaming time and saying, I need more time, I don't have enough time, where is all the time gone? To me, that is a, an indicator. It's a symptom that you are living at effect of your world. You are living at effect of the world, your environment around you. Where the more accurate, more empowering thing to say is it's not about time, it's about prioritizing. So think about this. Think about this. The last quarter of the year, whenever you're listening to this, the last quarter of this, of this year uh, that, that we've just gone through, think about the projects that you wanted to get done. Maybe you wanted to do a, do a webinar launch. Maybe you wanted to do a, set up a, you know, an email system, welcome email system. Maybe you wanted to hire a new employee. I don't know, whatever it is, okay? And I'm wondering, did you get that done? Like, did you actually make that a reality in your life? Because if you didn't, it's not that you didn't have enough time. It's not that you didn't have enough time. The truth is, is that it wasn't a priority. Now you might say to me, Colin, Colin, you might say, Colin, no, 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 you don't understand. It is a priority. Like it was on my priority list. And I say, I know, <laughs> like I know it was on your priority list. I know it was on your list. But the fact that you didn't focus the enough energy, resource, time, etc., in it, the fact that you didn't you didn't get it done, means to me it's an indicator, it's just a symptom that it wasn't actually a priority. Now, what's so empowering about this, and and just stay with me here, just stay with me here. What's so empowering about this is if you say to yourself. Wow. Imagine one of the most important things for your quarter was to hire a new employee and you didn't hire a new employee, right? Or you, and, and what I say about this is like, you didn't do the things to at least, you know, give you that chance of hiring the employee, right? You didn't focus on that. You did all the other things and you're like, no, no, it's, it was a priority. It was a priority. I just didn't have enough time. But if you say it wasn't about time, it was about priority. And you say something like this to yourself, you say, Hiring an employee isn't a prior or it wasn't a priority for me. And it isn't a priority for me right now because I'm not doing it right now. As soon as you do that, as soon as you face truth, that is when you become productive. 
that is when you're, you start feeling empowered in your life again. Can you see how this works? So if you say something like, oh, I didn't have enough time, I ran out of time. No, 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 you didn't run out of time. It just wasn't a priority. It just wasn't a priority, right? And so for me, I could say this, I could say this, oh, the podcast, oh, I should have recorded a, a, a podcast this week to release it, but I just, I, did, I just, I ran out of time, right? If I say that, if I say that to myself, first of all, my podcast won't be consistent and I won't show consistency in my brand and what I'm doing, what I'm delivering. And, and I'll end up not having a podcast. And I'll say, and I could say to myself, oh, oh my gosh, no, it, it, it is a priority. It's such a priority. I just didn't have enough time. Well, then it's not that it, you didn't have enough time. It's just that it wasn't a priority. Because I can tell you, there are a thousand things that I could be doing in my business right now. But what am I doing right now? I am recording a podcast. Why? Because the podcast is a priority. Does that make sense? It's like people say to me, you know, they'll say, oh, no, you know, giving is a priority for me. Giving, contributing is a priority for me, let's say financially. The ultimate test of that is look at your bank, your bank statement and say, how much did you give that month? How much did you contribute, whether it be to a cause or your church or whatever it is? Like, how much did you give? If you didn't give anything, you can't actually say that giving is a priority because it's not and it, there's no condemnation in this conversation, by the way. It, there's no judgment. It's simply fact. That's all it is. And what's so empowering about this is that when you face the fact and you say, you know what, giving actually isn't a priority for me, it's only then that you can truly face the reality of going, do I want to make this a priority? And if you don't, that's fine. Guys, this is oh, this is so huge. This is the reason why people don't have confidence in their life. I know we're going deeper here right now, and I didn't even realize I was going to go here. But the reason why people people don't have confidence in their speaking, in their business, in their life is because they keep telling themselves lies about who they are. So they keep telling themselves lies of, oh yeah, you know, family's important to me. Giving's important to me. Becoming good at my craft is important to me. Uh, sharing my message is important to me. But they're not spending any time with their family. They're they're not getting. They're not pushing themselves out of their comfort zone and running a webinar or doing you know consistently promoting on on email or on the on social media. However you choose to do it, they they're not giving to the causes that they care about. And so they they tell themselves that it's a priority, but it's actually not a priority because it's not something that they're doing. And what happens is that this slowly erodes your self-confidence. And so the fastest way to build your confidence as an individual, as a human being, is to first of all face the reality of that obviously isn't a priority, right? And there's no condemnation in it. It's just simply, it's almost like putting on your curious hat Take your condemnation hat off, put on your curious hat and just go, that's fascinating, isn't it? That's really fascinating that it isn't a priority. And then you go, well, what would it look like if it was a priority? And you actually do it. And if you actually do it, your confidence will skyrocket so quickly, so quickly. And this is the work of being a, a mature, deep, 
sophisticated human being that brings value to the marketplace. The reason why Self from Stage Academy, our program is so powerful is because I have done the work. I have spent the thousands of hours doing the work, making mistakes, presenting, finding out what didn't work, doing presentations that bombed, getting really bad feedback from people, working on it, adjusting it, then getting good feedback, finding out what worked, what didn't work, studying the structures. The reason why it changes people's lives is because I've done the freaking work. Does that make sense? Like I've done the work and that's what I want for you. I want that for you. And and there's evolutions of this, by the way. It's not that, you know, you get to a level and and it's not that you have to wait until you're at complete mastery to release that. That's not what I'm saying. Like there's evolutions. I know for me, my first, you know, workshop I ever ran, ran was on presentation skills. Now, the level of my communication back then compared to now is dramatically different in terms of leveling up. However, I presented back then on how to present, right? And so, but it was that evolution, that journey, I was committed to that depth of journey. And it ties back to this principle of we create confidence in ourselves, self-confidence. If you're lacking self-confidence, the main reason you'll be lacking self-confidence is because you are out of integrity with yourself. That's the main reason. And it's not, it's not that you're lacking confidence, it's, it's more accurately that you're lacking self-integrity. And that's, that's, that's the deeper principle behind this first principle of productivity, which is that it has nothing to do with time and everything to do with priority. And so I trust this is valuable so far. Uh, I, I hope this is encouraging you to take responsibility for those things that aren't a priority. Like I'm right now, we, we use a method, it's called the 90-day method. The 90-day method, it's, it's one of the methodologies in our academy program. In our 90-day method, uh, I've got all my strategic goals. I've got my yearly theme. I've got my personal growth. I've got my three key projects. I've got my what I call fail strategies, my weekly, my top three weekly focuses. It's all on one sheet, by the way. I put it all on one sheet. And for me, I have them, I do one a quarter because there's one per quarter. And... And I look at it and, and those are my priorities. And I remind myself every single day by look, because I put it up right in front of me. I print it out on a large sheet of paper and it just reminds me of what my priorities are. And it continually just pulls at me going, am I focusing on these priorities today? Like, am I working on the priorities or am I just blaming time? Okay, so my question for you is, have you been blaming time? Have you been blaming time for not getting the things done that are important? Or are you taking responsibility and realizing that it hasn't been a priority? And this is the thing you'll realize is, is when, when it hasn't got done, it's usually because you've had other things as a priority. And there's nothing bad with that, right? So maybe you set out to build an automated webinar funnel for the quarter, but you had some personal stuff that happened and you had some other things happen, right? And that became the priority as opposed to building an automated webinar funnel. And so when you realize that the automated webinar funnel wasn't the priority, the personal stuff was, you just, you got to, you can make peace with it. And you go, no, that was the priority. 
And then the question is, do you want to reprioritize it and recommit to it? All right. And so that, and then as you do it, your personal confidence will grow because you learn to trust yourself. That's how you grow in your personal confidence. So that's the first principle. The first principle is that it's not about time. It's about priority. Are you ready for the second one? <laughs> I hope you are. I hope you are. Hopefully, hopefully that hasn't kicked your butt too much. <laughs> the second principle is this. And it's very, I think it's very empowering. The second principle is this, is that you shouldn't try to get focused. You should simply reduce distractions and frictions. The fastest way to get focused is to reduce distraction and friction. So for me, I'm, I am pretty obsessive with reducing distractions in my life. For example, if you saw my phone, my phone has basically no notifications. The only notifications that my phone has is, uh, I'm just looking at it right now, right? Is you can reach me by text, you can reach me by phone call, uh, and my Voxer notifications are on as a bubble. They don't pop up because Voxer is how our team communicates. But other than that, I have no notifications on my phone at all. So there's no bubbles. There's no like little, you know, there's bubbles where it says like 297 emails. Uh, or it's 297,000 for many people emails. Uh, or any sort of pop-ups or anything like that. The only other pop-up I have is my calendar. And so I reduce all distractions because I think they call it like squirrel syndrome. You have squirrel, We all have squirrel syndrome. In other words, our brain is designed to be distracted. I'm going to say that again. Your brain is designed to be distracted. The reason why it's designed to be distracted is because it's designed to keep you alive. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you look at the, the structure of our brain, our brain is designed to notice things in our environment that may be a threat. So for example, maybe even you're walking across the road and you'll notice in your peripheral like a car moving close to you or something like, or someone walking close to you. Or, and, and if there's any sort of threat level to it, 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 it amplifies. However, the problem is that when you're working on your computer, the threat is actually just the pop-up in the top right-hand corner. It is the email pop-up that's popping up. It's the notification that's coming up. It's the FaceTime call that's coming through that you didn't expect. You know what I mean? Like all of these things are the distractions. And so the more you try to get focused, and I'm saying that in, you know, with my two fingers up, <laughs> inverted brackets, like inverted brackets, like it's the more you try to get focused, the more exhausted you're going to be because our brain is terrible at getting focused. It's really good at focus when you reduce distractions. And so the second principle is really realizing that you need to turn off all your notifications, as many as you can, to see the power of this. Just uh, a little while ago, I remember meeting for the first time I'd met one of the top executives at the church that I'm in, I'm involved in. And, uh, and he, we were just chatting. I'd never met him before and he's fairly influential in, in, in a global church. And I had a look at his phone and he had like bubbles all over his phone and so forth like that. And even on his email and so forth. And I said, oh, have you ever thought about turning off those, all of those bubbles and pop-ups and everything? And he said, oh, no. He was like, when I think about it, it actually really distracts me a lot. And so we sat there for like literally five minutes 
and turned off all of the emails, the pop-ups, like everything, and, and even turned off email pop-ups, all that sort of stuff. And uh, and I caught up with him several months after and he was like, Colin, you do not understand how much of this has changed my life. He said, the amount of stuff I'm getting done now is ridiculous. And he said, I just feel more peaceful. I feel like I'm not as distracted. Uh, and, he, and he was just blown away by the impact of it. And it literally took us five minutes, right? And so this is someone at, you know, let's just say they're at a senior level of leadership, senior level of impact, which think about it in a small business like yours, it's you, right? It, at a senior level in your business, which is you, if you are getting distracted by random things and everything wants to distract you, by the way, everything, right? Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, like everything, is it, if anyone has Twitter anymore, I don't know. Um, <laughs> everyone wants to distract you. Everyone wants your attention. And that is why you have to reduce distractions. So that's the second principle is don't try to get focused, reduce distractions. Now, the third principle I think is going to be the one that will, I've shifted your perspective, first of all, the start. And I want, let me give you a big kahuna one. Let me give you like a, one that would change your life. And this is one of the strategies that, like I said, I used to teach in Productivity Academy. I, I don't teach this stuff anymore publicly. Um, so let me share with you what this looks like. It's, it's what's called interval sprinting. So you need to stop looking at your day and going, oh, you know, I've got eight hours today or I've got six hours. You have to, you have to work in sprints. Now, sprinting originally comes from silicon valley and a lot of the uh a lot of the uh, you know product development it kind of world uh, early startup sprinting the philosophy of sprinting is basically built around this idea of uh when you put certain restrictions on your time and you almost they they gamify a lot of it like give points and all that sort of stuff they gamify a lot of what they're doing uh, the level of productivity dramatically increases. Now, as a concept, that's kind of helpful to know, but practically implementing it, it can feel complex. So I'm going to give you a strategy right now that honestly has changed my life. Everyone I teach this to, if they do it, they come back to me and they're like, Colin, best strategy I've ever learned in my life for being productive. So you guys ready for this? Sprinting. Sprinting. This is one of the key hacks that I always used to teach. All right, you ready for this? Sprinting. Now, if you can imagine a Venn diagram, in a Venn diagram, there are three circles. I love three circles. And those three circles create what's called a sprint. And how a sprint works is it has, like I said, three things. For the first thing it has is this. It has a key priority. Now, a key priority is really the most important thing you need to get done right? And so that might be for me right now, it is recording a podcast. That's what I'm doing right now. It's the key priority. It's the most important thing that I've got to get done, right? Next, after that, I'm just looking at my list. It's, uh, I need to record some, I need to write some content for our Self From Stage Elite workshop coming up. That's, our, that's my next key priority. And I'm going to use a sprinting methodology for that when after I'm finished this. But let, let me share with you how this works, right? Because I've only just started. A sprinting methodology has the first, the first circle is a key priority. Now that has to be written down, by the way. It's not just in your, it's not in your head. It's written down and it's written down on a piece of paper 
or a book or something like that, that only has no more than five priorities on there. And for me, I'm, I'll focus usually on one priority per sprint. And so for me right now, it's the podcast. And I, so I wrote that down and I said, I had write and record Expert Edge podcast and I dedicated one hour to it, right? That's what I dedicated to, to do the whole podcast, to write it and to record it. So, which, which I'm doing right now. I know it's, it's probably not that profound because you're listening to me <laughs> as I'm doing it. But that was my key priority, right? But you're ready for the secret sauce. This is the secret sauce. Remember the Venn diagram. So we've got the circle at the top, key priority. This, that, that's written down. The second circle is no distractions. Remember I talked about you got to reduce distractions, not try to get focused. Some of you are trying to, this is what you do. You start your day and you're like, okay, I'm going to get focused, right? And then you, you've got your emails open, you've got your pop-ups still on, and you're trying to get an important report done, or you're trying to work on a funnel or something like that. And you've got all these pop-ups coming up, or, you, or, or your tabs are open, and all that sort of stuff. And you just find yourself getting pulled away from your key priority too easily because of all the pop-ups and distractions. And so the second secret source to a sprint is you reduce or eliminate completely distractions. So how can you do that? Well, once again, you turn off pop-ups. For me, I'll put my phone on airplane airplane mode. Um, I will close all my tabs or at least close all of my applications that are open. I will make sure my email um, tab is closed. Like all those little things, you might think they're small, but those little things take away huge impact from the task that you're focusing on. So I so write that. So the second secret is to reduce distractions or completely eliminate them if it's possible. Maybe you go to another room. Maybe you go to maybe maybe you go to a cafe. Maybe a cafe is a great space for you to work, or with no Wi-Fi or whatever it is, right? So that's the second thing. The third thing, the third thing is this, and this is the last secret sauce, is you have a limited time frame, a limited time frame. And this is the secret sauce. When you only allow yourself a limited time frame, like maybe it's 30 minutes or maybe it's 50 minutes, the limitation creates the hustle and intensity that gets you into flow state in the task faster. And so a sprint is a combination of how this practically works for me. What I do is I will close all my tabs, put my phone on silent or put it on airplane mode. I have my I have a system which I call the daily output booster, which by the way, I'll give it to you at the end of the podcast for free. Um, I use the daily output booster. The daily output booster is my one-page system that I use to write down all my key priorities every single day. And I literally have a physical, like, you can hear it. That's me waving it right now. A physical a physical copy of it. I love physical. And so I have one sheet per day that I use my daily Apple Booster on. And so I've got my daily Apple Booster. And that's my key priorities. And then I turn off all my distractions. And then I literally get my phone and set a timer. So I go into clock right? I go into the clock thing uh, and I set a timer, a countdown timer, not a, not a timer like that goes up, a countdown timer. So I set an amount, how long it is. Maybe it's 50 minutes, maybe it's 40 minutes, maybe it's 30 minutes. So I work out how much do I want to allocate as a priority for this time, 
reduce all my distractions, set a timer, and I go boom, and I get into the task. Now, if I get to the end of that 50 minutes or 30 minutes and I need a bit more, I might set a new timer. Maybe it's another 20 minutes or another 10 minutes. Or if I've been working for at least 50 minutes or maybe an hour, I'll have a little break, like a five-minute break, and then I'll set a new timer again and start a new sprint to, uh, to get me back into flow state again. So those three things was a key priority list. Now, that's not a list that you're working off with 200 things. That's a key priority list. It's no more than five for the whole day, right? So I get my list, and then I... Then I reduce my distractions and I set a timer on my phone. Most people go, oh, you know what? I'm not going to set a timer. I'm just going to pretend that I've, I'm just limiting my time. That is not a sprint, people. A sprint is when you actually set a physical timer. That's just you trying to get focused again, right? So it's all these three things combined. This is what we call sprinting. It's interval sprinting. It's one of the key hacks that, that I used to teach when we used to run Productivity Academy. So has this been helpful? These are my focuses. These are my focuses for being productive. So let me just review them. You have to realize it's not about time. It's about priority. And that's about, we went deeper into taking responsibility, creating personal confidence with self-integrity. But stop blaming time. Time's got nothing to do with it. Everyone's got the same amount of time. So we we need to stop blaming time and start going, this has not been a priority or what is the priority, right? It has to be about priority. The second thing is, you need to reduce distractions and frictions in your life. So when I say frictions, I mean anything that's like distracting you, right? It just let's just say distractions. Don't try to get focused, reduce distractions. And then the third strategy is this strategy that I talked about of, of sprinting, of interval sprinting, which is a combination of a key priority. I use my daily Apple booster. Uh, it is set time frame and it is a, or reduce distractions or eliminate distractions and a set time frame with a timer. That is a sprint. Give a sprint a go. Give give one of those a go this week and let me know. Uh, maybe let me know on Instagram what's been most helpful. By the way, if this has been helpful, take a snapshot of it right now and tag me on Instagram. Share it in your stories. I'd love to know if this has been helpful. Please do because uh, it's just always great to hear that feedback. Okay, so I mentioned that um, I wanted to give you the daily output booster. So the, I'll give you two options. The first option is if you want to use my daily output booster, super simple. Just go to dailyoutputbooster.com. Dailyoutputbooster.com. That's my one-page cheat uh, cheat sheet checklist that you can use for uh, getting getting clear on your key priorities. Now, if you've enjoyed the uh, the strategy of the sprinting and you want to find out more about Productivity Academy, like I said, this is not a public course. I don't share it very often. In fact, this is the first time I've ever mentioned it. But I know that some of you will go, oh, shivers, I want this whole system. Like this sounds amazing. And it's not a huge investment. Um, like I said, it was a course that I made six years ago, but it's phenomenal. It really is phenomenal. It's, it's impacted thousands of people's lives. If you want to find out more about that, you can just go to productivityacademy.co. So productivityacademy.co. And uh, if you want to join that, you can check that out. There's there's nothing else on the back end of that. It's just literally the Productivity Academy. Uh, and you just get all the systems and every single thing that I teach and used to teach and use um, probably in the first six years of running my expert business. It, it's it's a phenomenal program. Uh, but yeah, if anyone's interested, they can take a look at it. If not, it's totally fine as well. Uh, but guys, I hope this has been helpful. If this has been helpful, please uh, leave a review. Let me know what's been most helpful. Give it a rating. If you haven't, go down to the review section. Let me know what's been most helpful. Guys, I want you to be incredibly productive. 
And at least I want you to do a sprint. Do a sprint this week. Go, I'm going to do a sprint. I'm going to focus on a key priority for a limited time frame. I'm going to reduce distractions. That honestly will change your life. Grab the dailyapplebooster.com. And if you're interested in going all in on this and using my whole system that I used to teach uh, and still use, but used to teach, um, just go to productivityacademy.co. Guys, it has been a blessing having this conversation with you. I trust it's been valuable and we'll talk really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.